Hello and welcome to the Paranormalist Podcast, first ever film review. As always, I am your host, Kenny Dodson, and I am here with author Patty Wilson. She just looks a little different. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. <laughs> Hi, I'm Patty. I don't even know that's how she sounds. That's not how she sounds. I know for a fact. I've talked to so, her So Patty isn't the biggest fan of horror movies, as everybody knows, or just movies in general. So I wasn't going to be able to do horror reviews or any movie reviews with Patty. I'm going to get So, I'm gonna so get, yeah. <laughs> as you guys know, that uh, this I have a film background, and that translates, obviously, to this. So I called up my buddy Jason from Texas, and uh, he's a he's done producing work on film and TV stuff. So what better person, right? So Jason, you want to introduce yourself to all of our lovely para peeps? Uh, yeah. Hi. Hi, everybody. How you doing? I'm Jason Baskin. Uh, like you said, I'm from Texas, and I'm living in Texas currently. Uh, and yeah, my background is like with Kenny and film TV. Uh, <clears throat> So, yeah, I think that's why he asked me and because and because Patty said no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jason also knows Patty because uh, using his skill set, we've been, you know, talking about certain things with involving him and the paranormalist. Can't say more than that. I know. I was like, what what can I say, Kenny? T- you tell me tease yeah um if if we (laughs) if we get plenty of patrons maybe we'll be able to fund these projects one day i like that um i like it i like it yeah so anyway this time we our very first film review we're doing the ritual the 2017 netflix movie yes um i i think we'll start out by since we're feeling this out we'll, we'll start out by doing a little synopsis um, and I'll let you know what it got on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So it's a group of college friends reunite for a trip to the forest, but encounter a menacing presence in the woods that's stalking them. Well, they really, uh, they really underwent this thing, didn't they? That's, that's not the best description I've ever heard <clears throat> because it sounds like some generic, like, like regular horror film, which it is quite it, not. It, well, it kind of, it kind of makes it a little bit more generic because it doesn't it doesn't bring up any kind of setup that the movie has at the beginning and kind of throughout as far as like trying to set up why they're there it doesn't talk about any of that stuff which is i guess kind of maybe supposed to make it generic enough to draw you in i don't know or generic (laughs) enough to turn you off yeah um it got 6.3 out of 10 on imdb which is respectable for anything over six I think is good for a, a horror film personally because um, <laughs> it's kind of horror films are kind of a low bar. You know, it's you, you don't just you don't just have like a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. with horror films. That just usually doesn't happen because it's kind of like comedy. Everybody has their own taste and they all have their own opinion on whether something's scary or not. Like everyone has a different idea of fear or a different idea of what's funny. So, um, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 73% from critics and very rarely, I, I mean, you could probably attest to this cause you keep track of all these things, but, um, yeah, <laughs> but usually the, the critics don't score higher than the audience. Yeah, exactly. But on this one, the audience only gave it 59%. I think, I think for this genre of film too, the audience can be pretty, can either be very, <clears throat> uh, 
you know, very intense with their score and very like, oh, they kind of nitpick things. And, you know, just because of the genre of film of horror and things like that, whereas like in this in its own right, this film kind of stands on its own as being a pretty it looks good. It's acted well. It's got all the kind of generic, you know, movie things done with it. So but horror fans might just be like, I I don't like this. It doesn't do this well or it didn't something well that it doesn't do that people usually look for. So that could be another factor as well. Yeah. I feel like with horror films is kind of, should I watch it or should I not? So, so that's why Jason and I decided that our reviews are just going to be watch it or don't. Yeah. <laughs> because It's seven out of 10 ghosts. It's either, it's either above five out of 10 or below five out of 10. That's pretty much how it's going to go because it's just too hard to, to rate because everyone's going to complain. They're going to be like, no, that movie sucks but they would have given it like maybe a six out of ten yeah so that puts them in the watch category in our opinion so that's how jason and i are going to do it if you hate it let us know um but i think that's kind of the best way to do a horror film yes anyway yeah. <laughs> all right let's get into this <laughs> all right like i said still feeling this thing out um so let's let's begin mm-hmm. by what this film actually is above the description. Okay. Because that was poor in my opinion. So, um, do you want to lead us off, sir? Um, or are you still figuring out this podcast thing and want to sit back for a minute? Let me see what you, let me see what you say. And then maybe I'll tackle the next one. (laughs) Okay. So, so the movie, uh, begins in a very interesting way where you see, basically the whole reason that they're going on the trip to begin with which is they were out partying uh the their friend brings up hey let's uh let's go hiking and they're like nobody wants to go hiking but this guy was very adamant about wanting to go hiking in sweden and it it starts off in uh the uk mm-hmm. um and he's like he's like yeah we're gonna do it and they're all like, no, let's not do it. Well, guess what? They were right <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> they, they were uh, having the foresight to know it's never good to go hiking in the Swedish woods. I mean, maybe it is, but we'll get into that more later. So um, they were they were continuing their bar crawl, getting some liquor at a liquor store, and they get caught up in a robbery, yeah. resulting in the one friend's death, sadly. Subsequently, it's the friend that wanted to go hiking. Yeah. How about so, that? Um, you know, that could have been kiboshed right there, but they decided to, to do so in his memory. So um, they they go up to Sweden and they go in the woods and they go hiking on this peak and they they do a little funeral service for him. And the funeral service was it, they had a moment in there that didn't really fit the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about when they're pouring it out, pouring one out for them? Oh, right, right, right. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. that. Does yeah. that bother you no, in, it, in horror films when they do that? They they inject comedy because there's this one. No, uh, but go ahead. Called, there, there's this one called, <laughs> is it Housekeeping? It's like a New Zealand horror film mm-hmm. and apparently it gets pretty scary. But there's like this part where they're playing music and this girl's taking a pee and she hears like various noises and she like clenches and shuts off the pee stream so she can listen. And then it stops every time that happens. 
and it just felt so out of place to me. Yeah. And and in this moment, like he was pouring, but it it poured way too long, and it just got really like Family Guy ish, <laughs> where it, 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 it where it just kind of yeah. was like too long for the mm-hmm. moment, you know. And and it's funny, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh well, is that how this movie's gonna be or not? Because it happened right in the very beginning. Uh. I mean, I, I guess I wasn't too. I mean, f- from the from that standpoint, and even in general, like comedy and horror movies, especially that are more on the scary and the the horror side, I don't mind that because I feel like it has a bit of like human, uh, like what humans we would do in situations like that, like like it breaks people up. that can't help but kind of want to break it up with something you know humorous and just add that to it because they might be uncomfortable with what is real or like what they're going through. So the way to get through something like a friend's death in this case is just like act silly, you know, as if they were around or however they're coping with it. So like, I'm not bothered by it. You know, usually I think to what you're saying and I haven't seen housekeeping, but to your point, like it could go too far. Maybe take that might take you out of it. And that's, you know, I, I get that too. But from, yeah, the, from that, you go, what is this? Right. Like you're, you're just like, <clears throat> is this a, is this going to have these comedic moments or not? Right. So, um, anyway, I mean, I thought it was funny personally, but it also took me out of the movie. Yeah, I mean, at the same time. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, it didn't for me because I kind of felt like they started off with these guys being kind of goofy and just buddies, you know, so kind of riffing, and that was just the one friend who is going to still do that even when you're trying trying to be serious about something. You know, he's still going to be. I'm going to make this awkward or funny because that's just his way of dealing with it. So yeah. So the Kenny of the group. I mean, I wasn't going to call you out. His name was like. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so anyway, you can you can feel the tension with you. You could cut the tension with a knife in that scene, too, because um, even though that was awkward and weird, you also have the whole like dynamic between the two people infighting in the group. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because one of the guys blame the other one for their friend's death because he kind of hid in in the liquor store and didn't want to come out and and well, fight the bad guy so he kind of let his friend die yeah i have a question about that I, what I guess, how do they all know that because like the only two that went in the store was the guy who went in and then the other friend who ended up getting killed i guess you mean you know what i mean like how do they know he hid so how do they know he hid I mean, they probably watched security tapes. I mean, in I the, guess it, it was police six, station, yeah. it, it, but it, but they actually addressed it later in the film, so we can oh, okay. we can keep moving on. Maybe, yeah, you're probably right, but I was just like, yeah. At first, I was like, why are they, you know? Anyway, yeah, yeah. He just we're, we're I, keeping. I, felt, I also felt like the guy who did the hiding or whatever. I felt like you could feel his guilt more, like watching him and not really his friends knowing it, but like. Maybe he expressed it to them. So yeah, we could we could talk about it later. Um, yeah, I've forgotten like when that happened. Yeah, yeah. So um, then they're like, "Hey, we could take the safe way around to get back to the lodge, <laughs> or let's. How about we instead of taking a two day or three day trip, right? Let's just hike straight through the woods as a shortcut." And the main character's like, "No." <laughs> let's not do that and, and and the guy's like yeah totally let's do it right 
Um, but the so, shortcut was supposed to only like cut their time in like almost like half. It was like this is two days or like this is like twelve hours and this is like six to eight hours. I'm like, yeah. Well, he thought he was going to get back <clears throat> by nighttime so yeah. they could all be partying at the bar. Yes. Once again, have you noticed the theme? Alcohol is driving this movie. Well, usually horror movies try to find a way to throw in a half naked woman, and this didn't do that at all. No, it did throw in a naked man though. It did. We will find Which out. It's surprising that it did that, but not the other way around. Which is nice of like a nice like change of pace just to like throw them into it. So, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it kind of threw the, the screenwriters and the kind of horror like, um, you know, kickoff that kind of sets everything in motion and then also adds an injured person on top of it. So you have to add some, you know, element of suspense to it. So, you know. Oh, yeah, I guess that is a driving force to why they were trying to do the shortcut also. Yeah, was because uh, their friend stupidly wasn't paying attention to where he's going. And of course, he twists his knee. Yeah. Oh, so because they needed that, you know, they needed that extra. <laughs> well, an extra and, and push think, to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, and I think that and maybe playback later gets determined. But as they're going in, like, right, this guy's injury helps kind of motivate them to cut off some time or to shave some time off by just like, we're just going to cut that straight to he needs to get there quick. But then that also is a catalyst for them moving slow and stopping and all the other things that doesn't get them through quick. Like, I mean, the weather plays a factor in that as well. So, you know, oh, yeah. like, and all how, these things that come up. How much is of a whiner is this friend that oh, the guy they that don't injured? think that he actually really screwed up his knee? You know, <laughs> like his knee is so gross looking and they're like, Walk, walk it off, bro. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. When they first start doing it, they're like, walk it off, walk it off, which is like, okay. That's and even as it got worse throughout the film, they're like, yeah, it's not that bad. Well, it's like, you know, but until like near the end, whenever he like, you see him like with his, when they been at the end, but like when they're in the first cabin area, like, and he's like pants are off or whatever. And he's just like, they're sleeping or whatever's going on. Like you see his knee and you're like, oh, that looks bad. But before then, nobody looked at it. They just thought. Eh. That's what I mean. They yeah. they didn't even bother looking at it. And the smart like, guy of the group, I mean, I, I you know, he didn't really like take a chance to look at it. It was just like we just got to make a decision to, you know, cut around or go through this forest area and things like that. So okay, let's talk about that smart guy for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> because going into the forest, uh -huh. he made the dumbest decision you could possibly make. What is that? <laughs> he, he pulls out his compass. His compass doesn't work. And he's like, this is fine. And he just continues on into the trees. But he's the smart guy. He could figure it out once it gets, you know, maybe that's uh, what he thought. The hubris. Men don't like to be told this they don't man. know directions, Kenny. He I was going to say, I was gonna say he's a man and directions. Yeah, we're, we're not going to yeah. touch that one, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess. So as they start moving through, through the, the woods, yeah. they see something. By the way, the by the way, before they see anything in the trees up until this point, there is no horror, scary or any kind of element of like fear that as a viewer. And I don't think he's a, these guys have like up until this point, there's none of that. Like maybe the robbery in the liquor store when his friend dies. Obviously, there's like that, but not mm -hmm. from a element of like some kind of monster or something scary going on in the woods, like to the main meat of the movie. And so for me, it kind of like theme wise it took a turn from like having these nice you know buddy things and being together and seeing this cool landscape of them kind of hiking in the the swedish mountains and then going into 
a very tightly compact woods enters what you're about to talk about with this thing they see in the tree. Yeah, and you're right. The, it, the movie isn't nefarious <clears throat> right. in the least. Well, I mean, except the guy dying in the liquor store, of course. But, yeah. um, but you know, it, it didn't... You don't think anything of it. It, it almost... It's so well shot that it almost resembles one of those like into the wild type movies. So if, yeah, yeah. if you wouldn't have had the horror elements, suddenly it becomes a different movie almost. Right. But um, so they're, they're walking through the woods. They see some guts on the ground. They look up. What do they see, Jason? Uh, is it a deer that's been gutted or some kind of animal? It's a cow, Jason. A, a cow. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> how, how did you remember it was a cow? I Wait, no, it's a of... horse. I don't know. You couldn't really tell. I mean, it was it, some kind it, of animal. It was it, it was a bit human. mangled, it but it was human. large. Right. It was large and had lots of guts. Yeah. Um. So so, you know, the whole the, we should turn around instinct was starting to kick in. Right. Nah. But, let's push through it. But let's remember. <laughs> let's remember what happened though. The Dom or whatever his name was, uh, the guy who kind of twisted his knee. He was the he was the reason why they were going to get through that part. Because I don't know about you, but if I saw that with some guys, I'd be like, "Nope, turn it around," right? But they but they were not motivated by that. wasn't a fear, you know. Fear was not an instinct they were kind of going through. It was just trying to get through. So that seeing an animal in the tree for them, they were motivated to me like, "Let's get our friend out of here as fast as possible." He entered. Yeah, but they didn't even put any thought into <clears throat> what it could be. They're yeah. just like, oh, that's weird. But had it been a <laughs> had it been a human, they might have put some thought into it. But they started out with the uh, you know an animal first to at least kind of ease you in. Like, okay, so some crazy hunter put them up there. I think they were talking about a hunter. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, like for what reason, right? I, I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, it's you know they don't know the culture in Sweden, so there you go. So, <laughs> well, this is where being a skeptic turns dangerous. Uh huh. We have a lesson to learn here. We we'll, do. we'll get to that more when uh, when the skeptic. Anyway, we'll continue. So <laughs> so it. we get so <clears throat> it starts raining mm -hmm. as it would, of course, and they they come to this cabin in the woods. Yeah, and they're like, legit. Let's go. So they they enter the cabin. Nobody's home, of course. Right. The roof is leaking. They probably would have been better off in the tents but i guess you can't really pitch a tent in the rain or else the inside gets wet i'm not a woodsman so i don't know but that sounds about right. <laughs> but then again sleeping yeah. in a place with a leaky roof doesn't really help that much either but um so they start exploring or so they're they're outside the cabin before they go in he looks at a tree what's he see on the tree the little marks or whatever right the yeah some like rune of some sort some pagan symbol right we which we find out later what that's from i guess right and we have yet to put two and two together that that creature in the tree that's dead mm -hmm. could also be linked to that right? right right so uh so they go in they check it out they go upstairs right and that's when they see something right so what this is that something? Is, this is where the movie kind of takes a little bit of a turn for me on some things. And it's it's after this part where they all fall asleep because it's it's and maybe this is more the ending that you were talking about with me earlier. But the the explanation of like some of these things uh, like 
the nightmares that these guys have, right? I mean, are we going to go to that part or do you want to talk about what they see upstairs? Because it's like a statue of some kind, right? Or yeah, kind I, of don't, like a... I don't really want to explain it because it's kind of really cool looking. So I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Well, that... it kind of, it, yeah, it kind of reminds. OK, yes. I mean, well, well, they find something up there that is very like uh, witchcrafty and kind of like something that somebody might want to worship or kind of, you know, cast a spell on, you know, very like ominous and pretty spooky. So, yeah. But after that, when they get to the nightmares, you know, they go to sleep and all that, that kind of turns some heads for me of like, okay, one, I thought it was only, I thought the nightmares only affected one person, but then they all had some weird, you know, uh, hallucination or whatever that they were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one guy's freaking out and yelling out the name of his wife. Right. The other one peed his pants. (laughs) And the other guys is the other one guy is completely. (laughs) Yeah. He's completely butt naked. And for some reason, all over the uh, <laughs> pagan statue. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, but it was. But he was. But he wasn't just talking. He was like, uh, like talking some incantation kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So it's like they all had their own different kind of thing that they were doing, which I think later on you could translate to what happens later on in the movie of why they were all doing that. I think. Yeah, but the big thing about that is so they just had dreams, but. Mm-hmm. Like the main character had a flashback, yes, that very... he can he continues to have throughout the film right. of that moment where their friend got killed, yes, and I think that's basically the driving force you know behind ev- all motivations that he does right um but it it's like it, it's so cool how they did it, mm-hmm. Oh, the like, flashback ha- stuff. Visually, yes. it's so cool how how because you don't like it's seamless. You don't you don't see how it would be. It's not all cut up in a way that you'd be like, oh, okay, they did this here and they did that there. It's like very smooth. Yeah. Um, and bleeds into reality right away. Well, and to me, that's kind of, it's it's also you don't see often in in horror movies that kind of use special effects and VFX like that with a very storytelling like. Like they use it in a sto- like very much to kind of enhance the story as opposed to like cutting back to flashbacks, you know, rapidly or back and forth or, you know, things like that that they could use. They kind of like use it to like infuse it and kind of mess with your mind and his mind as well while you're there. So it's like you don't feel like you ever leave this forest, you know, kind of tight knit setting that they're in. You almost feel like as if it's a part of it. So it feels more like a hallucination than a dream. So you right. kind of aren't really sure what you're in because even whenever he's wakes up and then he goes through it, then he kind of comes out of it and he hears his friends and all that. You just you have to kind of like catch up to what the movie is doing with like, OK, this is back to reality or is it because he was hallucinating or was he dreaming? So I, I like that part of it because it wasn't just let's put an effect in there for the sake of it and make it look cool and have this look, you know, neat interstitial. It was like like you said, it was very much brought you into the elements of where they're at. Well, yeah, you know, and you're exactly right. This this getting to the cabin is the moment that uh, I mean, even seeing the 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 whatever it was in the tree Uh isn't where the movie takes a turn. Right. It's it's during all these dream sequences. That's where it takes a turn, because up until that point, this movie is a better looking version of Blair Witch Project. Well, you could see everything. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and I know. Times that, well, you can't see stuff in this movie, but that's. But you got expected. like you got like the bickering, and you got the you know <clears throat> right. people are starting to like 
kind of fall apart a little bit and right. after after they see weird stuff in trees like and, and then you see the the symbols where they saw the stick figures in Blair Witch so right. it's obviously <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's heavily influenced by Blair Witch Project yeah and I like to remember Blair Witch Project as when it was good versus after scary movie when they totally ruined it for everybody Oh, see, I, I, I'm, I, I was, I mean, I got you. But I I'm was so like, scared, and they have boogers right. coming out their nose, you know. Right. <laughs> well, I, I, I think Blair Witch Project just, you know, it started something, you know, like whenever Paranormal Activity did, did, their, you know, did their thing as well. It's the whole found footage kind of thing, and it makes it feel more real than like let's bring an Ari Alexa out here or a Red and like shoot, the, you know what I mean? Like you know, it doesn't feel like it. It feels a little bit more intimate. So, but I could kind of see the homage, like you're saying, to Blair Witch, in kind of that whole you know, motif that they're trying to do to an extent. Yeah. We'll have to do either a Blair witch, uh, at some point yeah. because, <laughs> because I mean, they, they revolutionized marketing yeah. for movies in do, general. Do you remember, is, I mean, I remember the marketing for that, but I actually remember paranormal and we're getting off on a tangent. Sorry, but I remember paranormal activities marketing as well, because theirs was just like, they were showing an audience screaming at stuff and then they would kind of bounce back to the theater. So I guess they filmed test footage or whatever else and they filmed the audience reaction and they used this to kind of cut this weird, you know, uh, sizzle or whatever, you know, trailer. It wasn't really a trailer. It was just like, look, these people are scared. And then like, you know, go here if you want to show this in your movie theater. So like it had a website to like go to. I think this is what it had to like contact your theater and let them know you want to like you want to see this movie. And then it was more like a word of mouth like once you saw that you had to have a you know call to action to do it and then it kind of blew up from there wasn't that was paranormal like paranormal activity well right? they they portrayed these things as being real which was interesting yeah so but, uh, yeah so yeah. anyway yeah. this this is just a a narrative version of Blair Witch Project <laughs> until this point yeah essentially and and i think here is where kind of like your your typical you know thriller horror film monster stuff kind of starts to kick in because at this point when I guess I mentioned monster or whatever the 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 thing that you kind of you you know you see the animal at the beginning up in the trees and you're like okay what put it there and then you kind you kind of know these like okay what's coming you just don't know when it is yeah each act of the movie and for the lay person an act is a third of the film <laughs> I feel I feel like it's good to define terms sure because sure. we're going to use terms that people probably aren't familiar with sometimes yeah um but but uh, the each act of this movie is almost its own movie. Do you get that? Yes. It goes because it goes from being Blair Witch Project to a monster movie to uh, like a like a kind of hereditary style like witchcraft. Yeah, it kind of has movie. like that, which. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I like about it, because there's like layers to this movie. It's not just we're going to run around being scared. A lot of people die off. One guy might get away and that's it. <laughs> You know, like a typical horror film. Right. So it's it's a little it's it's better than that. Like, even though on its surface, it seems like that's what it is. Yeah. Once you watch it, you'll know that's not the case. So. um, So, yeah, after everybody has their freak outs in the cabin, it's like, well, let's go. Oh, I, I guess we should uh, also mention that after his whole like flashback sequence, mm -hmm. he had those markings on his chest. Ah, yes. And he's bleeding. Yeah. And but none of the other guys have that. Right. So that was kind of like a red flag right there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, is this a Star Trek thing? Like, 
did they did the other guys suddenly wear red right right <laughs> are they are they the ones wearing the red jersey now or the red uniform um so i yeah. kind of went well I, th- I think i might see where this is going <laughs> uh, so so he was the only one with the bleeding chest then they get out and the uh the guy who is worshiping the statue starts losing his mind right he starts losing his gourd and because yeah, everybody else is pretty like let's just go whatever he's like we don't want to talk about it. we all just lost our minds in there yeah nope let's just keep going <laughs> yeah but the guy that here's where like i was saying the skeptic turns dangerous okay is that he was trying to calm everybody down and telling them that they didn't just experience something with all the clues that went with it right this guy can't allow himself to understand that there's something crazy going on and we need to watch out right because it could kill us right it's it's instead it's no are you hearing yourself you're being crazy we all had bad dreams that's all it was we were scared in this place and we had bad dreams now there's you could look at it one way that he was like trying to calm them down or another way that he just can't believe what's really happening Mm -hmm. and that's what you run into in real life is that people cannot believe believe under any circumstance no matter how much evidence that the paranormal is a thing and and uh you know in this case it would have saved their life probably if they would have been more careful and not like let's just press on we don't believe in scary stories right so um anyway I digress, but that's, that's one that, that is one point we we didn't say this in the beginning, but one point is that we wanted to bring an element of realism because that's what our podcast is about, (laughs) is about the real of paranormal. Um, so we're bringing that element, Jason, not as much. He's not scold in this. Oh, I'm I'm half scold and Patty is full scold. Um, so we (laughs) also will have Patty on at the end of each episode to talk about the realism versus the the fakeness of the of a movie Mm -hmm. essentially so anyway saying that uh continue on uh yeah because after that they pretty much just start to like you said that the guy that's the the smart one uh phil or hutch it was hutch i don't know hutch one of the guys the the smarter one with the compass and everything he's like okay let's just press on after they kind of calm the other guy down uh and this is where it's just like I said, it just kind of gets into its your your traditional, you know, somebody's gonna die, uh, and well, somebody's gonna everybody off, and then yeah, it's like somebody you know that they're gonna get into a fight, right? All of them, and this this experience is not gonna bring them together. It no matter how hard the leader wants it to happen, yeah, they're they're gonna tear themselves apart because that's a, what the movie is, right? So it's a valuable lesson. Like there actually are lessons for real life. Like if you get in a situation, not like this, Mm -hmm. but if you're in the middle of the woods and you're lost or something and you're in a group of people, do not let anything tear you apart (laughs) at all. No matter how rude anyone's acting, no matter how like the other guy lost his mind, Mm -hmm. you know, you all have to stick together. Lesson learned. Yeah. Well, and the thing they are arguing about goes back to the thing that we talked about at the beginning with the whole he was kind of hiding and, you know, while his friend was 
being held at gunpoint and eventually died. So then it became somehow they brought up, you know, this uh, him being a coward. And then that kind of set him off because he was already feeling that way. The main protagonist about, okay, feeling guilty that he could have done something. And the other people, one of the one of the four guys brought it up to him and then it kind of started that bickering. So now there's a bit of a divide. Yeah. You know, and see a lesson in psychology, that guy needed to accept that he did that. Right. Like he, he hid and he was a coward and he could have tried to save his friend's life, even mm -hmm. at his own demise potentially. And he didn't. And when someone brings it up, he gets mad and he punches them in the freaking face. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you know, it's true. Right. right. <laughs> like I, that, that, that part drove me nuts. Cause I'm like, man, you need to accept what you did mm -hmm. or didn't do, I guess. Yeah. In that case. So I think we enter, enter the first death while we don't actually see it happen. We enter the first death of the movie brought about here as well. Like within all the chaos of everybody doing things that well, yeah. Yes pri no? Prior to that, the guy, after he punched his friend in the face, walked away he had to get get some air or whatever, and mm -hmm. he gets to a clearing and he sees we see our first glimpse. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Of yeah, the we monster. See it this time. Yeah, yeah. But really, we didn't. I mean, it was nothing. Well, I oh, guess... yeah. And up until this point. Yeah, you're right. He mm -hmm. he says that he saw it. Right. He saw something out there and we hear amazing sound design. Would you say that that's accurate? Uh, Yeah, because I think it's trying to. Yeah, it's, it's trying to give you an idea about the what it's what it might look like or what it like a little bit of fear without seeing it like right like that's such a huge part of it so i think the sound design really sold like and the music was very there. atmospheric droning you know it, it really kicked in at the right moments for yeah. me I, I think yeah I, I think yeah i mean it's one of those things where as the viewer you have to i, I kind of look at it like well i can hear the sound of this thing and then one of those guys hears it but is everybody else ignoring it or like, what is, are they so, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's well done, but then if, it was only meant for us. Okay. Up, up until that point. Yeah. Cause because, I think that's the point whenever you hear it, it's whenever they pitch their tents for the night, which again, we're on night two and they yeah. still haven't made it through. And it's supposed to be a shortcut. And I'm like, right. You guys are not doing what you meant to do. Yeah. Lost for a while focus. there, we were in the monster's eyes. So we heard everything that the monster was doing. Right as it was like stalking them and stuff, but, but you don't actually see it. And then this is the first time you see, you know what it reminds me of, you know, how signs was yeah. how they did their, right. their like sound design and everything. And you didn't see anything right. the whole time, except that one leg turn and go in the cornfield. That, that's basically what this was. You, you saw like mm -hmm. an outline of potentially something that's big and that's it. You you get no like sense of what it looks like, and that was fine for me. I like that. Yeah. I, I it's almost like it's scarier if you don't know what it looks like for a while. No, no, that's wow. true. And it kind of because yeah. it kind of builds up the anticipation of what you're about to see, and right. even whenever the first like person that dies happens, you still don't see it. You just kind of get like a glimpse of a piece of this guy's tent has been taken off. And in like and all you hear an is instant, screaming. yeah, and you hear yeah. screaming an instant. So then you can, in your head, visualize this is probably something very big. Because well, you also see the shadow. Oh yeah, on, yes. on the tent. 
so you kind of get an idea of the outline of what it is. Yeah, I, I think they do a good job at kind of bringing the monster into the fold through like sound and through like just images and shadows. And you think you saw something. And, and a lot of that, like at the end, when you finally do see it, you kind of see how, oh, that could have been a tree or that could have been a this. And what it was, it was a part of, you know, the monster or whatever kind of thing. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Do we say who dies? No, we won't. Yeah, we could say. You want okay, to say we it? can say. Do you want to say I'm trying to it's figure to out. It's I'm still feeling out how spoilery we should be, but uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, going forward for death. Go, yeah, you're right. Going forward from this point, there's going to be spoilers. Right. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't seen it, <laughs> you might want to turn it off um, or cut cut to the end where we're talking about our uh, take or overall rating for it and stuff mm -hmm. so skip ahead if you if you need to um okay saying that the person who died is the leader which and, that never happens what do you like the main i i, I kind of the leader never goes to, first i i only thought he was going to just because from a felt like from a storytelling perspective you take out the person who's the smartest like who's trying to get you through, who's trying to be level-headed of everybody, you almost you almost take out the person who now, you know, again, the idea is to get through there as fast as possible. Well, now you can't go to the smart leader uh, character who's level-headed to get you out. Now, you, now more chaos is ensuing. Mm -hmm. So I thought that would have happened only because if they want to kind of make it more chaotic-y as they kind of try to reveal what it is they're going through as they continue to kind of press on, it's oh, just lost this person. And then now how do we get through this? And that, now, like you said, we have to like stick together because now it's real. So, you know, right. So, um, yeah, after he goes, then there's not really, I feel like there's no leader for a while. I mean, it kind of is the main protagonist a little bit, but that's only because He's so semi-level headed, you know, without all the hallucinations and stuff. But I think the the kind of story kind of takes you more his direction because you're kind of more now focused on him than you are in the other two. Yeah. A little bit. more. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and the guy with the knee problem is like getting really bad at this point. Yeah. And like his knee is so jacked. Well, it's like him because he's the one who is the most vocal about the main character and his like cowardness and his ability to like not do something. So like their kind of arc as friends had come to this peak moment whenever they were, you know, going at each other. And it's your fault this happened. You didn't do anything to the point where, you know, like you said, he didn't accept it. He was just that took him kind of tore him apart because I'm pretty sure up until this point they have never told him that they've never said it's your fault. They just probably felt bad. Well, actually, you know what led to this? Yeah. To him, to him taking more of a role is that he saw, he's the only one that saw the monster uh, out of all of them. Right. So he's the only one that had a reference of what it is. Right. And he, cause he kept saying like, it's big, it's this, it's that, you know? Right. So they, they kind of had to default to him because they didn't see it. Yeah. So they don't know what's going on. And the guy who's losing his mind is continuing to lose his mind more and more. So whatever happened in that cabin exactly. is like eating away at his brain, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, and he also was so stupid that he wore boots like work boots or stylish type boots uh -huh. to but go hiking in the woods. 
when when did they show his boots? Did I miss that part? <laughs> you might have missed that part. Yeah, because he kept oh, taking them it. off. Whenever the guy would rest his knee, he kept taking his boots off oh, okay. to give his feet a rest. Got well, it. eventually he was too mentally broken down right. and his feet were too broken down that he just like couldn't go on anymore. So the main character had to like grab his hand and pull him like a child. Yeah, that was so <laughs> it was kind of odd. And and I don't know if we can talk about this when we talk about I don't want to say issues, but just problems I have. But like they were at a point when they went back to go look at their friend because the, the the smart guy, the kind of leader who is guiding them through that died, you know, they went back and they found them up in a tree, kind of like they found the animal. Yeah. So then after that, they, I think they go back to their camp, but then you don't, you don't see them put like their gear on and get like water or supplies. So then you cut to later and they're doing something and then like drinking water out of the river and they're like, you know, they're, uh, they're struggling because they're thirsty and they're hungry. It's been a long time. And it was just like, wait, do they not, I mean, this could have been, now they know it's real. So, cause their other friend died, but like, they didn't like, let's take a can. I don't know. It just felt like, I don't know, like they could, cause like, that was like a reason why he got tired, you know, on top of just the amount of walking they were doing, but it was just like, Oh, oh man. yeah. And they were we also pack bags and then they had no bags with them. You know, like when you're hiking, it's just like, it went from full bag of gear cut to nothing. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, well, okay. they, they also, uh, I forgot about this part yeah. that, that the guy who was hobbling is like, screw it i'm going this way after the cabin yeah and, and then they went in a circle yeah somehow they ended up back at the cabin and and it's like ah <laughs> we're never getting out of this place yeah well and i think that the, the next i mean the part between the first guy's death and the second guy's death is kind of a blur yeah. a little bit because a lot of it's just kind of the bickering it's kind of the let's move along and they kind of put themselves in the situations where we don't have water, we don't have this, and now they're finding their way to the uh, where they end up in like the cabin. I don't know if we talk about that next, the the actual like cabin of these people. Does yeah, that... well, we have to talk about the crazy person who is dragging everybody down more so at this point yeah, than, cause, than cause the guy person, who's hurt. Yeah, that's true. I think his yeah, go ahead. We're we're all as an audience, we're just waiting for this guy to go and almost want it to happen. <laughs> and they and both him, so both the crazy guy kind of going losing it more and the guy with the leg, you're just like, how are they gonna get out? You know, like the only other guy that can move somewhat level headedly is the guy who's having the hallucinations about the whole uh liquor store robbery thing. But he seems to be doing fine physically and mentally for the most part. So crazy guy oh. who was naked and worshiping that thing was like, he's really losing it. Yeah. Well, you know, this this kind of like this part where you're like, oh, who do you want to go next? Yeah. Right. That's like a, a total horror film thing. You're like, you're like, oh, that guy's annoying. I can't wait for him to die. Right. Yeah. But but then you have to take a step back. Like I realized this in Joker mm -hmm. when for the one, one moment in Joker, you're almost rooting for him. Right. And then as a viewer, it's, it scared me personally. I'm just like, huh, why am I cheering for this? But then you, you just realize that like, I guess film is different. You know, it, it makes you, it makes you think about it. It makes you cheer for things that you never would cheer for in real life. Yeah, I'll say that. Well, I would um, say, well, kind of to that, like going through this whole thing, I don't know if, if I ever like in my mind watching it going, OK, I, I wonder, are they all going to make it out alive or you know what I mean? Like, I think it kept me more engaged on the here and now kind of moments and up until like the very end. or So when they actually get to this cabin with these other people there, when I was like, OK, 
now, now at that point is when I start to kind of feel like, okay, how is, how are they going to get out of this? And, and who could get out of this? Not so much who I want to, but I mean, it was just like at that point, it was just starting to kind of be like, you know, it's pretty jacked yeah. up. <laughs> so I, I, how are they getting out of this? Yeah. I just feel like that's the escapism that horror films bring. Yeah. Is that you're, you're watching and enjoying something that in real life, if it was real, yeah. you wouldn't watch it and enjoy. Right. Like, like there's something about it that allows you to get out that I don't even know what to call it. Cause it's like, when you think about it, it's like, why are we watching people like get killed by a monster? Like, why is this entertainment? You know, but, but, I guess, but I, I guess we have to examine that now, but that, that yeah. is interesting to me that I, I'm just like, Oh, I want rid of this character. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, but at some point you have to be rooting for them. Like, yeah ideally right because like that's just the entertainment side of it right yeah who's gonna get out let's get these guys out of here how are they gonna do this and like i wasn't really rooting for them too much until like the kind of better half of like some of the second act when they were you know they had lost a friend or two it was like okay i want you guys to get out of this but you know like now that kind of came more relevant because they kind of let themselves in Whereas if they didn't like trap themselves in like they were just like we're gonna do this we're choosing to do this now them trying to get out and now their barrier is kind of more – I mean we always knew there was going to be, be a barrier for them to get out of the, the forest. The audience kind of knew that. But they didn't kind of realize that until you know middle of the second act-ish as like first friend dies and all that stuff happens. So it's kind of interesting how – it and for, for me at least, like I was very much like just kind of casually on it as an entertainment side of things until I was going, oh, shoot, they got to get out of here. How are they going to get out of here kind of thing? Yeah, and, I didn't think they had a chance. I thought it was going to be one of those movies where just everyone dies, I, 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 or yeah. or it becomes ambiguous, you know. Well, and it so, kind of does, but yeah. <laughs> but but to what you were saying, yes, that's when I started rooting for them. Is after the crazy guy was gone, right? Because I'm like, okay, these two could work together and get out. Yeah. With that guy, there was no way they were going to get out. <laughs> well, and so for me, that kind of there's some things I liked about the kind of the guy with the hurt knee and then the main protagonist, those guys being the last two heads up, spoilers, crazy guy dies second. But the last two guys, it was like, because those are the guys that were going out at the hardest about the friend that, that the main protagonist cowardly hid and let their friend die. So now you have a kind of like a redemption type thing to happen between those two. Like it's kind of setting up like a, all right, now we're going to help each other. I'm going to help you out because maybe arc you know character arc wise he didn't let his he didn't help his other friend out yeah and the way that his the guy who is mad at the protagonist yeah uh treated him and what he thought about him his he was visually understanding that the protagonist was changing in front of his eyes with this situation because he's like i will not leave you you know and all this stuff Uh, and that's not what the coward that hid in the liquor store would have said right you know, so he he kind of realized like, oh, he is capable of being this way. I I was wrong. Like when he he's learned from his mistake. Yeah. Can, back can, we, then. can we talk about these moments here? Because there's a lot of like as these kind of like closing out like a lot of the movie here and like everything, and you're you're finding more stuff out. You see the monster and all that. So do you want to talk about? Because I said this other house with the people in it, but I guess for the spoiler people who don't mind hearing about it, like who's in this house? What do they represent? What are they doing? Like kind of what do you find out with that? 
Yeah. So so they uh, make a run for it, mm-hmm. and suddenly they're on this illuminated path that somehow they didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> like okay if you've ever been in the woods right and and you, there's fire yeah you can generally see it like a decent amount away yeah i thought so, they i thought they cut back to it before they actually started going that way like at a point they go oh look over here and then that kind of motivated them but it was oh, like yeah but it wasn't like well earlier the thing that motivated solid well yeah but the thing that motivated them uh to get to this point was um he he went up like well while the guy with the knee hurt was hurt. Oh yeah. He, he was like, he was sitting there. He went to look ahead and yeah. he saw the end. Yeah. So these people are located too close to the lodge. <laughs> when you think about it, well, right. You know. Like, like if they, if he could see the end from right. that point and he stumbled right into their path, yeah, then they weren't that far away. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I digress, uh, <laughs> but, but they had to have seen like there, there's all this fire, that leads up to this like little village thing. Right. And they're just like, oh, they, I guess they, they never stopped to think about it either. Uh, maybe they thought they found the lodge well, or something. No, I feel like they were just in like kind of that fight or flight mode because like, yeah, the, the, the once the crazy guy died, then they were running in there let's get in here. Right. And then that's whenever they run into the people who live there. But that place looked more well kept in that cabin because it had the fire and the torches lit and all that stuff compared to the first one, which looked you know, run down. So, but, but I think like, whenever they're kind of in their fight or flight mode, I think it was man, the main protagonist that saw the friend die. He was like, we got to get out of here. And then they just ran to the closest thing they could find with how exhausted they were. And then cut to them getting captured by these, uh, these people that look like they should have expired years ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like they were past their expiration date of a human. It kind of reminded me of like the Hills have eyes, but not as like warped. Yeah, but you know, they like, they have just, like their 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 purpose there is to like get the people to then get them to be captured and to you know. Yeah, they didn't have messed up faces and messed up mouths. They just looked. Yeah, they weren't deformed. Too... <laughs> no, right? They looked too old for their age. Yeah, does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay, and and but, uh, but they but they mention that right? Yeah, <laughs> they and mention then... that, which is like it starts to kind of like go into the more. Uh, you know, not unrealistic, but like the, okay, this is the kind of uh, mythology or the kind of part of it that's like, you know, that you might hear about, but it's like, it's not true. But, you know, you have to kind of start to go, like you said, to the hereditary kind of side of the film where like you're encountering these people who've been alive for who knows how long. Yeah, well, obviously, at least at the very least, you know that they're the people that are responsible for yeah. the runes and for the everything else, right. you know, all the witchcraft and all that stuff. Um, which I don't even know if you could call it witchcraft. It's just like pagan it's, worship, really. Well, they they talk about Norse mythology, mythology, right? Kind of like that being. Yeah, but it's their, the same in any respect. Like I mean, a harvest true. god or a, you name it, yeah. you know, um, you're going to have people that, that offer to it and yeah. stuff. So, um <clears throat> then when they're they're captured they're sitting in this place mm-hmm. y- you know like they start building something and right. you're like all right it's happening <laughs> you know like like what is this going to be and uh and then they burst in with the two guys you know shackled up yeah and you know you just know that the guy with the knee is going to go 
you know, after because they they yeah. walk in and they give the the main character water. Yep. And they look down at his chest. Yeah. And they look happy to see that he has the marks. Right. Um. But the other guy doesn't, and they don't give him water because he's not going to live very long. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was <laughs> exactly. And right. and they don't speak English. The ones that came in, so it's all like really awkward because she's like looking at his face like. <laughs> like really awkwardly and, and you're like why is she like inspecting him like this right. you know but um th- they never did explain they they took away the guy the friend and he was obviously tort like what happened to him he was just beat up i guess i mean i guess torture i don't get why they did that why would they if they were going to offer him up to the monster why would you even bother beating him up yeah, but I I have so 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 that happened right, and then they put him out there on the like the stick pole to be like, you know, taken and he was like tied up and everything. But then you know, uh, so back whenever they were first in there, he's like, hey, knock down the, uh, knock down that table and break that you know bottle, and we'll use the glass to cut ourselves free. So they mentioned that like early on, and then that doesn't you, happen. Like he you think that's foreshadowing, but it's not. Exactly. It's fake foreshadowing. But then he gets so then they do this weird thing, and this is an editorial, and maybe they had a different ending and they changed it up. I don't know. But to me it was confusing because as you're kind of waiting on the monster to show up with a friend out there on the pole, it kind of cuts back to the other friend who's trying to escape. And like it does the close-up on his hands, trying to get out and all this other stuff. So you're like, okay. This is going to solidify the redemption, not just saying I'm not going to leave you, but actually saying I'm going to go out there and I'm going to help you. And then nothing happens. <laughs> so it kind of felt like, <laughs> right, yeah. like I don't mind like how they were like, yeah, we're going to let this other guy die because well, like by the time he uh, does something that's dude, I find snapping your thumb to get out of handcuffs and yeah. stuff in movies. I find that so disturbing. Yeah, because I've. I've like, so I played volleyball and I've gotten my thumb, like I was undersized. Mm -hmm. So I would jump up to block like these bigger hitters and they'd hit me in the thumb and then it would like bend it back and I'd be like, ah, and then I'd have to tape it and it would hurt for like weeks. Right. And then these people were just like, (laughs) to get out of the handcuffs. Yeah. And I just like want to throw up just sitting there. Yeah. But I guess my, 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 my bigger issue with that was just like the fact that they were, they almost made it seem like they were giving him like an additional or maybe like kind of a main arc of it. Even if he didn't save his friend, a chance to save him by escaping, but then they don't. And then they just kind of things calm down guy with broken leg or messed up leg goes away. And then it's just him. And then, you know, the, the main female of like the kind of group comes in, but like, he doesn't ever give out, get out, you know, like I think one hand gets out. Cause like you said, the thumb dislocation or whatever, but the other one doesn't. So it's like, Oh, so he's not going to, he didn't even get a chance. Like, I don't know why it just felt weird to me that that whole cut back and forth to show his friend to his friend trying to escape to then not escaping to not even having a chance to help him. I don't know. Right. I felt like maybe they thought that they were going to give him a chance to save him. And then they could have both died or one of them could have. And at least like, hey, there is like his ultimate redemption by helping his friend out, which he tried to. But it's like but they didn't give it to him. I don't know. It was kind of a, a moment that I would have liked to have seen something differently or just not show him trying to escape. Just like yelling or something, you know, some kind of other. I don't know. It was a little weird to me to show that and then like to not have a payoff. They just kind of did it. Well, it's almost like he reverted. Right. 
he reverted back to his kind scared, to cowardly scared. self. Right, like because he, if he spoke out, he would have. And then when he saw his friend on the pole, he right. was like, "Oh, it's go time now." So he's like a very fight or flight type of dude. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems it just, like yeah. I, at this point, it just kind and, of conflicted for him. But I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and and I think and it was a very powerful moment with when his friend finally got taken. Right. When you finally see the monster, also. Yeah, that's the first time you see the monster in full. You don't just see like a a quick right. frame or whatever. Yeah, right. And I mean, we can get back to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. and his friend just had this look on his face of like acceptance. Yeah. After he told, well, he told the, the protagonist like, "You need to live. Go tell my wife I tried. Like, whatever. You know, I try. I tried to get to her." And you really saw the completion of their friendship get back to probably even better than it was before the incident happened almost like they had that shared experience that bond Mm -hmm. uh that we talked about uh in i think it was like episode 22 or 23 with patty and her team how they've had some horrible experiences and there's a very powerful thing about shared experience and i think that that really was the the thing that binded them together at the end there. And he had, as he was being mounted on the tree, mm-hmm. they didn't, they don't show it from the wide. Right. They show, they only stick to his face. Right. So you see his like acceptance that like, this is the end. Um, and you know, there wasn't any fighting. He didn't fight the monster at all. Yeah. And that was kind of like, like, that was this like, this is the fine. Dis- <laughs> yeah. Cause they even had that discussion a little bit when they were both after he was kind of tortured by getting prepared for the ritual. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, like, I'm going to die. He's I'm like, this is it, it for me. Like, don't try to, you know, just get yourself out of here. So, like, even at that time, he accepted it. And he still kind of stayed true to that whole thing while the whole... And then, like, he even had his, like, last hallucination about his wife, which felt odd. Because you don't really know, like, what that all means. unless Yeah, I wasn't I a fan it. of that. I wasn't a fan of that either. Because I think it kind of started... It, even though it kind of tried to complete the relationship kind of uh, arc between him and his other friend that were still alive... The wife bring and bring into it, which isn't bad, but you never hear about her except for that one time. But you don't realize Gail, who Gail is. You're like, oh, it's a wife. Okay. But then to bring back to kind of have that hallucination again and then to have the monster come in and take him and all that. You're just like, okay, wait, wait. No, I don't know. I just it just didn't seem to kind of make sense unless I missed something. Yeah. So, well, here's what I want to ask you. Yeah. It's good that you brought that up because, well, all right, we'll we'll come back to that because uh, there's another instance of that. Okay. Later on. Right. So, um, so we see the monster, and it is like so cool looking, mm-hmm. but but you still don't quite see like know what it is. Right. Right. You don't. You you see it, but you it's still like almost like shrouded in a way. Yeah. or something okay and so so they're, they're like so incremental about showing this thing yeah <clears throat> and then um and then he starts he breaks out after he snaps his thumb mm-hmm. he goes on and there's <laughs> dude i don't know about you <laughs> but this is a very satisfying thing and this goes back to me like talking about the impulse thing mm-hmm. um of of watching horror films i love it when somebody is like held captive and they break out and they they take on their captors there's something i like about that like there's there's a movie called your next uh-huh have you ever seen that movie no it's gonna and down. uh 
Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll okay. review that movie too because right. it's really good. So I won't say much more. But okay. but she she kind of takes on her uh, the bad guys too, and you're like, yeah. Every time they they like take on one of them and yeah. win, you're like, yeah, go go. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> so he he gets a hold of a torch. Mm-hmm. He gets a hold of a gun. Uh, or he gets a hold of a torch. He he sneaks out because they're all like worshiping the thing. Right. As he as uh, so everybody's distracted he goes up he opens the door and he sees if you ever seen the original texas chainsaw massacre and the like grandparents as they're at the dinner table right and they look Ooh. dead yeah and then suddenly they're like nom 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 on her finger yeah <laughs> well that's Ugh. that's basically what these things look like right you're like ew are these like mummified humans that are out in the open or what what is this and then they're like (laughs) and you're like holy crap they're alive so there are these like zombie mummified whatchamacallits yeah and on first watch you don't know what they are but after i looked up the end because i was like what what the heck were those things right you you realize that that's just what these people who are given long life turn into eventually okay um oh because and we didn't even say that part that the one lady after he snaps his finger the one lady comes in and she's like you will bow down before the thing or you'll be mounted on a tree yeah and he's like no i won't and she's like you will you know and and she's like really nice she brings him food or whatever and she's probably the best one out of the bunch because she seems reluctant to see people get sacrificed right and and she also explains that he gives them long uh long life beyond the humans and uh they also have no more pain mm-hmm. and they also say they don't say the name of the creature but it's a yutan and a yutan is a son of the norse god loki right well, what the heck did Loki look like that his sons turned out looking like that? <laughs> I mean, Tom like, Hiddleston, yeah. <laughs> like goat, weird, glowing eye, strange things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, uh, so we didn't mention that, but that that kind of, if you think about it in that term, mm-hmm. those zombie mummified things were, um, were basically what those humans are that are in the village just well beyond their their expiration date right they're not even supposed to be alive so it's just like at what point should you just be dead you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be in like a a state like that where you just stick against a wall for all eternity and go (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like i mean yeah (laughs) and then the main character is like ew and he just lights them all on fire (laughs) i I just liked it because there was one time he was like he was, bef- I think it was before he lit him on fire. There was like, he was doing something inside the house, turned around and saw like one of the main old lady ones oh. and like in a split second, he just punches her. And I was like, punches her That's right in the face instinct to have just to be like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to be captured? Nope. Fine. But, not but dude, here's what I loved about that moment right. is he hesitated for a second because he's like, he's probably like, I don't want to hit a woman. Right. That's probably his impulse. <laughs> And but you know she's gonna like start yelling for other people to come. So he just, so he's like, oh crap, I have to do this. Yeah, and he just socks her one <laughs> right in the face, <laughs> and and that's a part of the whole like I love seeing the the captured win against their captor, right. and I laughed. I thought that was hilarious. I I just 
and and not because it was like a funny situation. I just enjoyed it. I was just like, well, that's him getting that's out. That's hilarious. That's him. That's him one step closer of getting out <clears throat> his captors. Right. So. And then, and then he's like, he, uh, lights those things on fire and I'm laughing again because I'm like, Haha, take that weirdos, you know? <laughs> yeah. Unnaturally long life. Nope. <laughs> but I also thought at the same time, I'm like, they probably needed to die anyway. They, it's not good to be in that state. Yeah. But, uh, then he, then he gets a hold of a gun. Mm-hmm somehow that has bullets luckily and and another guy comes at him and he shoots him right and then another guy he holds a gunpoint and for some reason he doesn't even pay attention to him and you're like hey man with the axe are you gonna like look at me or are you gonna attack me or not yeah and he just sets the axe down and and bows down and you're like oh the monster's coming right right so that was cool because you didn't see the monster doing taking any action. You just suddenly saw his reaction and he, he like bows down and you're like, oh, no. Right. We had our fun with the gun and the punching people in the face and all and lighting things on fire. Now it's it's going to get real. And then you see somebody suspended in the air. And you're like, what is this? And. And then they get dropped to the ground mm-hmm. and they have no eyeballs. And, and you're like, whoa, is the monster attacking his own like worshipers now? So you know that the monster's like really ticked off. Right. Uh, and, and uh, so at that point, he, you actually see the face of the monster. Yeah. Because he looks in at, at the guy. <laughs> So, um, just wh- why don't you describe what it looked like? Um, okay, kind of had like an elk like body, uh, sort of like a large elk, so to speak, because it, ha- it had antlers, right? Or no, that was like its hands. No, they had hands. Yeah, so it, it had, had like, hands so, on its head. So yeah, its head was almost like another body, right? Like in a, that had hands, not feet, but like it had a face. It had hands. So not, but, but like the, the main body of like the whole thing was like an elk, a large kind of like elk or reindeer type thing. And then the head of this creature was like a body with a face that had hands on it. So it was like, I don't know, really weird, but really like, you know, like, so cool. Cause you see like a shot of it at one point holding something and you just see hands like, Oh, okay. But then it's like, no, that's it. Like on, that's like its head portion of it that has the hand. It's yeah. And then you see a hole where it looks like its mouth is Mm -hmm. and it has eyeballs. Right. So that's clearly like what it is. So, yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, it was very, it was not just kind of a blob or like a long, you know, slender man, you know, kind of large phallic or just monster. It just like, it took some kind of character designing it. I'm assuming because it was after some kind of mythology of where it was at. They based it off of that, but didn't just kind of, it didn't seem like it slapped together. And right. I think they took care to kind of like steadily reveal this thing, like as the movie progressed and as they kind of encountered it each time. So that, yeah. And, that and my... that's, that's really the reason that I watched this movie at all mm-hmm. is that I saw a still of the outline of the creature in front of the burning house. So oh, after, gotcha. after he, he ran out the door mm-hmm. with the gun and the ax, you know, he watches from afar as right. the creature picks up the the woman that he just dropped. Yeah. And and it's carrying him around, uh, carrying her around. And you see that 
in front of. So if you ever want to just like, even if you don't want to watch the movie, go check out this monster because it's just so neat looking, especially in front of the flames, like, like, uh, the outline of its body and everything. And so then the guy, instead of run, okay, here's a dumb decision. Uh-huh. Why would you, instead of just leaving, shoot the monster and piss it off? Revenge, man. He's just trying to get even. I get that. But you're like so far away. You're not like point blank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because like he's she, like, what do you think you're going to do? It's going to feel like a pinprick to this thing. Well, he doesn't know that. He thinks it's, you know, it's just some kind of deer, large deer kind of, you know, weird I guess, thing. So but... he's like, I'm going to shoot it, which is also bad because you kind of see the gun malfunction malfunction earlier a little bit when he shoots like one of the other people. Right. Like he's trying to get it to work. And it's, it's like a musket. Like, it's a musket, right? <laughs> so it doesn't. It's it's not quite like as old as a musket, but it's like a rifle that doesn't. It's have a, a muzzle scope. loader, is what it's it looks like. You like. Gotta yeah. want, you got a single shot load it. So it's like if you miss because you don't maybe doesn't know how to aim. I doubt it. Then what will happen next? Oh, okay. He's gonna have to run, and then you know he picked up the axe later on, so you know that's gonna play a factor earlier on. But you know, it's just like I I, I agree. It's like oh, you could have run, but he shot at it like. Out of revenge or spite, I guess. I know. <laughs> stupid decision. Stupid decision. But you have to have those. You have to have the stupid horror film decision, you know? Right. Well, it's funny because like, I, I feel like that's one of those moments <clears throat> where we could say stupid decision. Somebody else can say smart decision. Somebody else could say, well, I would do this in that situation. And we, well, nobody knows what we would do in that situation. Because you're not, your brain isn't like firing the same way as it normally would, you know. Right, but you take off with the gun and take it with you yeah. <laughs> for when this thing chases you. Yeah. And then when it gets closer, like, you know, you I have mean, a better chance. Like I said, I'm not a woodsman, so I, I might have dropped the gun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he just drops the gun after that, and he runs away with the axe. Yeah. And then the thing chases him, and you're like, well, it's so huge that the legs are so long, you're not going to get away. Right. You know, and but here's what I was I w- we were alluding to is that he starts seeing the liquor store in the woods. Yeah. With him. Yeah. And that makes no sense. Unless unless the creature is responsible for all these hallucinations. Well, that's what I, that's what I think. Because and then it's not as dumb. Because I thought there was a point when she says, because they feel no pain, but what this creature is after is after your pain. So he kind of helps like bring that out. So my guess is like his pain, obviously the main protagonist was him not helping his friend out when he was getting robbed and he killed earlier on in the movie. Like that was like the main staple. So it's like, it's going to kind of bring that back. And then the, the guy who died with the busted up leg, Gail, like you don't like that's the thing is like you kind of bring something up, but you don't really know exactly like what's their issue. Like what's his pain with Gail? Maybe they're having a hard time, you know, because it brings up like, you know, they're all there. And, you know, it's it when you were with guys, you kind of bring up stuff and you just kind of buddy buddy. But it's like, was there issues with their relationship? And that's why he was yelling her name, because, you know, you kind of go to that whole the person you love type thing with the other two. I really have no clue. You know, like one piss in his pants, one was, worship, you know, <laughs> saying some kind of stuff, worshiping a, a thing naked. So, like, I don't know their issue, their pain, but they obviously had pain. You just don't right. know what it was. But you know the other two's sort of, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's 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 my thought. I thought that there's some kind of pain that he 
because you're in the area maybe where the monster is, like whatever pain you're going through is kind of like heightened as you start feeling more of that pain. So like, for instance, the two, the two guys that were with the, with the leg and then the main protagonist, you know, like their pain started becoming more heightened. And maybe, yeah. maybe the guy who, obviously the guy who, the crazier guy, his was too. You just don't know what it was because that's what caught him. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how so, that Yeah, happens. well, it's almost like fear with it. Or fear, yeah. Right? So maybe that's why it mounts people on tre- trees at, and lets them kind of die themselves. He doesn't eat them. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. And, and that's probably why he probably cuts them open. Right. Because you wouldn't die right away if you're cut open, so... He probably wants that pain. I I had never even considered that. That's interesting. I mean, that's. I mean, it, again, I think it to some extent it doesn't. It doesn't. It does kind of a good job. I think of at that point, you don't really know exactly why those nightmares and hallucinations happened, but you can kind of infer with some things that you went along. And but they also didn't do the the you know some movies will do, like they went into the house and he he found a book that explained and they did inserts of like what this does and why this is happening. So it kind of does more like um, the audience has to kind of infer based off of right. them talking about, we don't have pain anymore. So he's not after us. Yeah. They don't uh, and then you. they do because that's who they're after. You know, that that's, that's the easier target because when, when they were just in the cabin, he was probably close by, but like they were all experiencing some kind of pain or anguish. So then that's kind of what started the whole, like that brought it back and that kind of like made it more, I don't know. But again, like it, it's not exactly it didn't I don't think it spells it out that way. That's just kind of how I took it. Like that's yeah. what they all were going through. And that's why the monster was after them. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's marked because he had the most pain. So it wanted to keep that one. Yeah. I don't understand the mark. I mean, the mark to me seemed more like he was protected almost because the other people had the mark. Right. Like he, the old lady or the one of the ladies showed she had yeah. the mark, too. And that's why I was like, at first I was like, well, wait, why did the monster let him go at the end? Spoiler, he's going to let go at the end. But, <laughs> but we already said spoilers. Um, but it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, he just got away. Like the monster like had him twice, you know, like literally had him in his hands twice. But because of this mark. But he kept pushing him down to like bow down to yeah, him. Yeah. And then he would get up and he'd say, nope. And then he like, you know. So he really wanted him to be a part of that cult for right. whatever reason. Yeah, it, that, and that was kind of a little iffy at the end because you weren't sure like how that was all working out. But yeah, he, the the main protagonist had the mark, and and how he got the mark and why he was chosen of the other, t- I don't know. You I know? think this movie almost requires two watches. You need to, or watching it after watching the whole thing of this because yeah. <laughs> because it all makes more sense well it, like yeah. all the dynamics like everything makes more sense on second watch because you right. see you see it unfolding then you're like oh well i know this about this guy mm-hmm. oh this is why this happened right you know so it's it's a very it's a much more intricate movie than people think it is yeah well i think like the other thing is is like because it doesn't talk about the other guy's like their past and some more of their like the the other three characters with the main protagonist, so to speak, like you don't really know too much about them. Like it, it, it'll, it'll occasionally drop some dialogue like, oh, I got two kids or uh, I guess I'm supposed to, you know, what would he do at home? Or, you know, like they would talk about home life sparingly to kind of drop in. Oh, this person's married. This person has kids. But that was so you would know, OK, this person has this there. So then you kind of. And the essence, like they even bring up, what do we tell his wife? You know, like now you're kind of like sad because it wasn't just a lonely single guy who doesn't have anybody. This person had a wife and probably some family. So then now there's right. a 
there's a human thing around it that it doesn't just it doesn't harp on except for the Gale thing, which I still don't understand <laughs> at all. But there's something there that makes you kind of question, like, well, why was that there? And was that because there was an issue? Him well, I think it plays that? with what you said. It it probably makes him think of his most what would pain him the most in the last moments. Yeah. And maybe for him, and, it and would take her, take yeah. that from him. Yeah. So. So and then it wow. just ends. <laughs> now, now I have to see that again. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, then the thing, and we also should mention that the thing opens up, and then it has like almost a human, yeah, shape that's on what, that's the, the goat say. body. Yeah, and it's oh, it's goat. like, yeah, well, yeah, it's like okay, so it looks like a goat thing with what you think is antlers. Uh-huh. Then you realize the antlers are hands, and it has eyes in its mouth. Right. And then it opens up, and you see like a human shape with a goat's body. So they're like, they're still revealing the monster right. all the way up until the last minute of the movie. Yeah, which which I think is awesome. I think that's so cool. Like this this monster is the coolest monster that I can think of. That's a bold statement. Is that what you're? That's a bold. Statement. I can't think of anyone that I thought like like if it's a uh, like a Stranger Things creature, right? Like you, hmm. it's just one thing. You know, like this has multiple multiple pieces to it. I'm gonna and go... it looks real. It looks very real. Okay, I don't know. They did a good job with that. But <sighs> yeah. Anyway, then then he axes him in the face, runs away beyond the trees, and the thing can't for whatever reason go beyond the trees. Yep. The end. The end. That's that literally is the end. He just he gets past the trees and that's it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's our review of the movie. Uh, we were gonna ask Patty a question, but I think we went really long. Yeah, we went. We. I don't I don't want to go much further. So um and I covered a lot of things from the, the podcast and things that we don't you know that I know personally that don't really require Patty in this. Like we could have asked her, you know, are Norse gods real or something like that. But yeah. I feel like that would that would be a whole can of worms. That would be another, oh, another fifteen podcast? minutes worth. Yeah. That'd be another fifteen minutes worth. So, so as, as you can see, listener, we tied it in to the main podcast with the realism of, of friendship, uh, life and life. Yeah. The realism of life, uh, outside of the movie. And we want to continue to do that. And if we have, see, I think this was really, this is a much more intricate movie than it seems. So that's why we broke it down so much. But we're going to review other films that are way less, and we'll, then we'll have Patty on those to talk about some stuff, mm. so you don't feel gypped because way less, the, right? Well, it's like, <laughs> what can you do? Review a slasher film? Okay, so yeah, they all die. Then there was a final girl, and then we could still do those every. And now then there will again. be a sequel. I, I mean, like, the end, right? Like, there's nothing deeper about it, and so yeah. so we can have you know, depending on the topic, just kind of digress into something else uh right on those so so the viewer isn't chipped but i we went well over an hour which is a full podcast and i didn't expect that but hopefully i mean let us know what you think about this because we really broke it down we try to you know have have an amount for non-spoiler people and the rest for spoiler people who because i you know there there was a comment like um i I said we were going to review the ritual and it was like yeah it's lame and who knows what the metric is? Did you go by? Is it scary? Because no, it's not. It's just not. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. It's it's more of a 
kind of like a thriller would you say like a horror thriller i mean, I could see somebody being scared by it because well i but but you're right but i think and i, I don't think it's as scary to it's like it's good somebody... to watch with the lights off i can say that for sure because i did on my first watch oh, nice. i watched it without any lights on so it was it was creepier and it gets your heart pumping right but it's not like it's not like conjuring scary where it like grips you right mm, yeah um so that's why someone else said it was a good movie, but it wasn't scary. And I'm like, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, if you think it's lame because it's not scary, then you just kind of maybe don't like this type of movie or you haven't thought uh, about the intricacies of it that we might be revealing. Right. So maybe maybe that person will see something from what we said and go back and rewatch it and have a different appreciation for it or whatever. Or maybe it's just hard to, it's yeah. just hard to, de- you know, I, I would like to say that in these things, like, is it scary? Eh, not really. Is it a good horror film? I think so. Yeah. So is that a, is that a, is that a yes or a no to recommend? All right. So something? final, final recommendations. Uh, let's, let's do it. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. Like Netflix does. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. All right. Two thumbs up. Okay. <clears throat> there we go. And, and if it's really good, we'll we'll do all the thumbs up. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, yeah, it's you know, it. The, no, no, no. I I, I, I like that it was on on like on Netflix is nice and all that. Yeah, like, it just helped. Like, it's easy to go watch. Yeah, no, we know. won't do that. It'll just be thumbs up or thumbs down, just like Netflix. We do one of you know the the what is it the uh, Gladiator, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we could do a neutral. Yeah. Like just stick it in the middle and be like. I mean, it could go either way, depending yeah. if you, if you like this type of thing or not. That's but, the, that's the thing is, if this is something that you like, because I know there is an audience out there that likes to watch these kinds of movies, even if it's not full slasher or full full kind of thriller psychological. This is kind of somewhere in between. I feel like kind of those. It's not you know like it's above five out of ten. Yeah, well, according to IMDb, it's six point three. So we'll, yeah, at, so as we, of today's recording. We line up with that, yeah. so boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but uh, that's the best way to do this. I think you and me to just decide, you know, what ours is. Well, I can't wait for us to disagree on something. And then me we too. get to have like a... You know what we're going to disagree on? Yeah, what's that? The Witch. Oh, I haven't seen that. I think you're going to like it. Yeah. And I hate it. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> I hated it. There's no... <laughs> Two ways about it. I didn't like it. I mean, see, the thing is, you're seeing all these movies fresh. I have to go back and rewatch them, so maybe that'll change. I've seen some movies like a while ago. I haven't seen like just like the the stuff like this. I haven't seen. You know? I'm just saying we should get caught up so we can talk about the intricacies because okay, like the whole going into the forest and the compass not working. I wouldn't have remembered that right. if I didn't watch it. You know, last night into today, mm, gotcha. I was kind of just reviewing. Like I skipped parts because I remembered them right. really well but other than that there i wanted to make sure i had in detail like what this movie is so regardless we're both gonna rewatch them even if we've already seen them but sure. this is going to be one of those times where i'm going to have a perspective on second watch and you'll have your fresh perspective yeah but i have a feeling you're gonna like it and i i just hate it Okay. So much. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, you and me can sidebar on the next one we're going to do, but okay. Maybe, so the next, the, the next one side too. Well, the next one, I mean, if that's okay with you guys, we'll be the witch. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, we'll get to a polarizing one 
real real quick just to see what that turns out. Is this the 2015 as, The Witch? <laughs> uh, whatever year it was, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, please leave comments. And if you like this video, give us a like. Let us know so that we're seen by more people because uh, I feel like we've we've been missing kind of half an audience almost like we're we're missing the horror film crowd who love paranormal stuff who will like our main show, but they just aren't interested enough in the paranormal yet to look for the main show itself. So hopefully this will be a good bridge and uh, you guys can who like both can help us grow and get us out there and you know this this will be fun i i had a lot of fun doing this because i i don't get to flex this film speak ever often unless it's me privately on talking to you on conversations right you know and yeah. i have other go-tos if you're like going out of town for the summer or something and <laughs> I, I can still record i have other other friends but i'd rather do it with you well i i appreciate thanks for uh, inviting me onto this and you i mean you were you were my second choice that said yes i'll take it put that on a shirt <laughs> and i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> no you were tied for first choice i will say that hey i'll give you a piece of advice don't say that to your wife okay no <laughs> I, yeah that's true <laughs> Dave, if you're watching this right now, you were up there. You were up there. <laughs> but you said no. So snooze, you lose. I'm totally kidding, dude. I was going to do it with you no matter what. I'm just joking. I appreciate it, man. I had a I good time. I'm just Thanks busting on you. But so, uh, so 10 out of 10 would do this again for uh, you 9.2 no 6.3 out of 10 i do this again 6.3 out of 10 you do it again there. would do it again is the important part <laughs> so all right everybody we'll bring you more and uh be on the lookout for it we we got such an overwhelming response with that do you like horror films uh post that i just knew that somebody would like this so let us know uh until then catch you later see ya Come on, this is your first sign-off. You have to do better than that. Uh, uh, well, until we meet again next time and talk about movies. Okay. All right, you can think about it. <laughs> How was <and>, that? <laughs> and it'll be better next time. We'll say that. <laughs> All right. All right. Later on, Jason. See you, man. Bye. Bye.